I have with me Lauren Noreen. Lauren is the health and healing guide for the sensitive soul. She helps people find solutions to their chronic health and weight problems. She is an eating psychology coach and life coach. She is also a writer and a regular contributor to several online publications. She is located in Boston, Massachusetts, but works with clients all around the world through Skype. Lauren, welcome. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. I'm so happy to be here and having this conversation with you. Lauren, I wonder if you could explain a little bit about your practice. Sure. Um, so I work with clients right now one-on-one, -on -one, in person, and over Skype. My clients typically come to me with one or more chronic health issues like headaches, chronic pain, insomnia, or anxiety. Often they also are struggling with um, an unhealthy relationship with food and to their body. Um, and in my work with my clients, I use a combination of eating psychology, so considering not only what someone eats, but their relationship with food, because food is supposed to be fun, enjoyable, and um, healing for us. So switching their relationship with food, um, I use lifestyle changes that are customized to their unique life and what they need, so making their lives easier um, and adding in simple routines and changes that help them to reduce and or eliminate their chronic pain issues. And lastly, I incorporate a lot of inner work, inner exploration to uncover any mental, emotional um, roots to their chronic health issues so that they can really experience complete healing and feel like they can be in control of their bodies and lives again. I'm also a writer, so I write um, almost weekly for a variety of online magazines about health and healing so people can also get um, tips and stories and inspiration from my writing around how to heal and how to live a healthier and happier lifestyle naturally. That sounds like a very well-rounded approach to your clients' issues. What are some of the techniques that you use to get new clients? Sure. So that's you know ever evolving, um, a lot of trial and error. But um, I would say that's probably threefold. So first, I have a newsletter that I send out either by weekly or monthly, depending on what's going on and what I have to share with people. Um, so through content and through um, email marketing, so sharing pieces of information um, as well as writing. So I will write, you know, a piece for um, an online magazine like a Mind Body Green or an Elephant Journal, and then that will bring people back to my website um, where they'll be signing up for my free gift and um, my newsletter. So that's how we'll get to know each other and. Um, you know, people, I encourage people with each newsletter to let me know what they thought about or how it made them feel so that, you know, creates the relationship. Second, um, networking. So getting in touch with other coaches or other um, uh, practitioners in the health and healing field, other alternative practitioners like an acupuncturist or um, a functional medicine doctor. And lastly, through speaking and teleseminars. So getting myself in front of um, a group of people and sharing 
some useful information that can benefit people in some way um, so that they can get a feel of my style and of whether or not we're a good fit. So I'm still trying to figure out the magic combination of those three things, but um, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. And on a related note, how do you market your business? Sure, that's a great question. I have a website, so people can find my website, and um, I have a media page and a blog page and about me um, and some other fun stuff on there. So if someone finds out about my website, they can get a general feel of what I stand for from it. I also use social media, so um, I use something like the Hootsuite to um, jump on on a Sunday night or Monday morning and really get clear about what content I want to be sharing with people. So um, I have several subscribers to my Facebook page, the Pinterest page, a Twitter page, and LinkedIn, but I would say Facebook is my um, primary source of social media marketing. Um, I also send out my newsletter um, and then the networking piece, so getting out there and having joint venture meetings with other practitioners who are complementary and figuring out um, whether they're going to be referral partners or we'll do, we will do a talk together um, or they will put a piece out about what I do and I will put a piece out about what they do um, as it connects to our own clientele through a newsletter. Great. And one thing with doing all those different uh, activities, you must have a lot of demands in your time. How do you efficiently manage your time? <laughs> That's an evolving question as well, an evolving answer. Um, I from the most minor detail, the strategy that I find the most helpful is to set timers. So like based off of how I'm feeling um, and what my attention span feels like at the moment with what I'm working on, um, I'll set a timer for anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. Say I have to write a newsletter, I'll set a timer for an hour and kind of give myself the rule that I can't check any media, I can't get out of the chair um, and work on that. Um, so with writing and with administrative tasks and um, email, stuff like that, I'll set a timer. I um, stick to somewhat of a schedule. Um, I generally meditate or exercise in the morning and in the evenings for like 15 to 30 minutes. So I have like nice bookends to my day so that I know that at the end of the day I get to release myself from whatever was happening during the day that might have been stressful. So I stick to a pretty solid schedule during the day, which keeps me on track. And I see clients on specific days of the week for the most part, and I dedicate those days to just seeing clients so that I can give um, the amazing people that I'm working with on that day my undivided attention, clear energy, um, and on the other days, I can really dive into something like marketing, writing, or networking meetings. And I found that to be helpful because if I was doing everything in one day, I know other people can probably relate to this, you feel super scattered, like you're running around and you're going to be late. So I found that like setting up separate days for separate things is helpful. Yeah, those are some great techniques for, for managing time and the other activities which you've got to accomplish during your day. So final question, what's the one thing you'd change about your practice if you could? That is such a challenging question for me. Um, the one thing I would change, hmm, I would somehow make it easier to share content more consistently. Um, 
I'm always coming up with, I know we talked about this when we first chatted, like ideas to share with people, inspiration, stories, um, revelations that I think could land for people from my own life and from my practice and from the education I do and maybe setting up some kind of like um, video studio in my office or just finding a way to make sharing content um, faster and easier. I find it takes a lot of time to edit the videos, put them up, write something about them, and so I hesitate to share um, you know, more often, but I think that it would help a lot of people to put out more content, um, more free content. So finding a way to just make that much easier, whether it's through hiring an assistant or um, you know, learning more about videos or creating um, a, a, a small studio space in the office so that that could be something that would take less time. Lauren, you've shared some amazing content with us today, and I'm sure that everyone really appreciates your thoughts, and thank you very much. Thank you, Jeffrey. This was lovely.